Woo! All right, all right. Praise God. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, worship team. Thank you, Lord. I thank God. Sometimes you just have to cut it loose. Sometimes you just have to let the line out a little bit. Sometimes you just need to get over yourself. Oh, yes. Once in a while, the Lord just has to put you in your place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, this morning, I have a blessing for all of us, particularly for the men. I have a blessing for you. It's a blessing that's yours for the taking. It's a blessing uh, initially that the Father spoke to the Son. It's uh, the words of Jesus uh, that Jesus heard at his baptism. Each of the Gospels records it a little different. Uh, we're going to be looking at in the Gospel of Luke this morning, Luke uh, chapter 3, where the Father spoke to the Son, and these are the words that he heard. You are my Son, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. Yes. Say those words with me. You are my Son, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. Again, you are my Son, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. Now, this blessing, of course, God speaks to women. He would speak it a little different. You are my daughter, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. In either case, whether you're a man or a woman this morning, God wants to give you the blessing he gave his son. I promise you this. In fact, in reality... The son did not need to hear these words. The son had been hearing these words for uh, a gazillion years. A quadrillion is the biggest number I know. It's one followed by ten zeros. You, can, you might know one bigger, but however many years you want to say, from before there was time, from eternity past, the Father has been saying to the Son, you're my Son, I love you, with you I am well pleased. This is not news for, for Jesus. The Father didn't wait for this moment to first say these to the, to the Son. He'd been saying them for a gazillion years. But he said them this time, and Luke's Gospel's quite clear on this, there were a bunch of other people being baptized. And John and his disciples were doing the baptizing, but Jesus comes, and at first John the Baptist says, well, no, no, I don't really feel worthy to baptize you. He says, yeah, you need to, to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus said that. And so then it goes on to say in Luke's gospel that Jesus was praying in the act of being baptized, he somehow he's talking to the Father. And then it says, heaven opened. Now, we don't know exactly what that was all about, but somehow heaven opened. And then it says that the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus, 
And then it says that when the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus, it was somehow in the form of a dove. Now, let me assure you, the Holy Spirit is not a bird. He's not a parakeet. He's not a cockatoo. Uh, he's not a, a, a buzzard, whatever. He's not a chickadee. And he's not a dove. Let me assure you, he's not a dove. But somehow, for some reason... When this time when the Holy Spirit descends, he looked like a bird. Why? I can't tell you that. Uh, there's a lot of similarities and all that. But, but, but the point is, God wanted it to be known that this was a moment. He wanted others to know it was a moment. And so a dramatic moment of heaven opening, of somehow the Holy Spirit descending, landing on Jesus, and then the words that came, you are my son whom I love, with you I am well pleased. Now this is a moment. But what I'm here to tell you this morning is that moment that was for Jesus was really, he did not need that moment. But you do. And that moment there was really for you. That's why it's recorded in Scripture. That's why others heard it and saw it. Yes, to affirm the, the, the significance of the Trinitarian God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And in case you didn't see it, this, this passage, this moment in history is entirely Trinitarian. Who's being baptized? God the Son. Who's landing on him? God the Holy Spirit. And who's speaking to him? God the Father. You don't get any more Trinitarian than this. But the cool thing is, the Trinitarian God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, gave a Trinitarian blessing. Because everything that comes from God is like God. Now, not everything that comes from God is Trinitarian, but let me remind you, you are. Your spirit, soul, and body. You're fashioned in the image of God. So the God who is Father, Son, Holy Spirit made you spirit, soul, and body. Now listen to this. He made you spirit, soul, and body, Trinitarian, so he could give you from the Trinitarian God give you a Trinitarian blessing. Now watch this. You are my son. That's the deepest need you and I have is for acceptance. If you didn't know that, uh, let the light come on for you. The deepest need in your soul is for acceptance. More than you need love, before you need love, you need acceptance, and I'm going to explain that. The first need you have, the deepest need inside of your belly is for acceptance. The second need you have inside you is to be loved. And the third need you have is for significance. Three needs inside every soul of every man, woman, and child who ever lived, everyone here this morning, you, you've got three inner needs. And this one statement meets all the needs. You are my son, that's your need for acceptance. 
whom I love, that's your need for love. With you I am well pleased, that's your need for significance, for validation. To know your unique personhood and the value you have by nature. That God sees your value. Now, where do we get such a blessing? Well, the one who made us. Ultimately, God made you. You are created in his image. And he made you to need what only he can give. He made you, inside you, needing acceptance so he could meet that need. He made you needing love so he could meet that need. And he made you needing significance so he could meet that need. It's a setup. He's a genius. He's God. And the genius of God is seen over and over and over and over again inside people. The genius of God is that he made you to need him. And he made you in his image, Trinitarian. And he made you with three needs for acceptance, love, and significance so that he alone could uniquely meet those needs. And the beauty of Father, the beauty of Father is, no matter what your earthly father was like, Father God made you so that he could meet your need for Father regardless of how good or bad your earthly dad did in your life. If you never knew your father, your biological father, if you never had a father figure say, I accept you as my child, I love you unconditionally, and you are significant to me, if you never receive that from an earthly father. I've got news for you. I've got great news this morning. You've got a father in heaven that not only, that not only accepts you, loves you, and finds you significant, but he wants to put that in you this morning. He wants to put this blessing inside of you this morning. Now, uh, we're actually going to have, I think, we're going to have a baptism this morning. Oh, yeah. we, we, had, we had a... We had a guy uh, call us this morning and say, I just am a brand new Christian and I want to be baptized today. And we talked with him and uh, I thought, well, we, we do baptisms. This would be good. We'll do this. But last night, our church plant had a baptism. And um, so this, this precious girl came to Christ and look at that. She's getting doused good. Look at her joy right there. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Well, here at Jesus' baptism, he, he received the whole dousing, the whole, the whole blessing from the Father. And here's, here's what I want to say to us this morning. Regardless of what your earthly father gave to you, besides physical life, ultimately, no matter what a lousy job or a great job he did on your behalf. You have needs inside your life that only your heavenly Father can fill. And he wants to fill them today. You know, we were thinking, what do we give on, 
on Father's Day. We give uh, carnations to women on Mother's Day. So we thought, well, we could put our church name on golf balls and give everybody a sleeve of golf balls. Uh, we, we could get uh, screwdrivers or ratchet wrenches or, or give, give guys, you know, what is, what is that? Uh, we could give everybody a roll of duct tape, you know, everybody likes that. Well, and this isn't because we're cheapskates. We'd be glad to do any, all that. But I'm telling you, no matter what we could buy and give you as dads today, there is nothing that even comes close to you today receiving the Father's blessing. To receive today the Father's blessing. And you know, you can hear about it and yet not receive it. I was gassing up this week. Ouch. I'm still wincing. I put, I I had a quarter tank. So I thought, well, this won't cost me much. And, you know, I remember the day when you could squeeze hard on the handle of the gas pump and and you could count the pennies. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You remember that? And then, then it's been years since you could do that. Now it's 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. But today, it's one dollar, two dollars, three dollars, four dollars, five dollars, six dollars, seven dollars. It's just seventy-five dollars I put in a th- to fill my cheesy little sixteen-gallon uh, tank in my Passat. It's it's like a three-quarter tank, seventy-five dollars. Anyway, I'm filling up, and I look over, and the guy a couple stalls down from me is he's texting or calling. I forget what he was doing, but he was totally distracted. Well, his 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 thing had fallen out of his car and he's he's dumping gas on the cement pad he's going one dollar two dollars three it's it's ka-ching 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 and he's getting nothing in his car it's all going all over the all over the cement i mean talk about an ouch can you imagine but you know what's worse than that what's worse than that is to be so close and yet leave here empty Inside, because you did not receive the Father's blessing. That's an ouch. Some of you could be here every Sunday and yet not receive the fact that the Father God accepts you. He loves you. And he thinks you're significant to him. That your life has meaning. That's a waste. So the inner needs, the most basic need you have is for acceptance. You see, if, people, if you have not accepted who you are, if you've not accepted the unique person God made you to be, you will never be able to receive love because everyone that loves you, you're going to think, what's, what's, what are they trying to pull here? Love is not your most basic need. Now, certainly love and acceptance go, go together, and, and so I'm not, I'm not trying to overly uh, dissect the love of acceptance, but I'm just differentiating the fact that your basic need is to love, uh, to accept yourself, and to be accepted, especially by your creator, the one who made you. And really, until you accept the fact that you are accepted, you really can't even receive the love of God. Yeah. 
Until you receive the acceptance of God the Father, you can't receive the love of God the Father. Now, what makes you acceptable? It's Christ. The fact of the matter is, there's, there's some stuff inside us that's not acceptable. But when we receive Christ, he, he covers every unacceptable area so that when we are in Christ, to, to God the Father, we are accepted for exactly who we are in Christ. And we become as acceptable to God as his own son is acceptable. Some of you um, that are more my generation uh, remember the NBA star Dennis Rodman. He was known as the worm. He was a walking tattoo. He had more tattoos and body piercings and hair colors than just about anybody alive at that time. And he's still alive, fortunately. He's a great guy. But, but he, his, his on-the-court antics would drive even his players up the wall at times. Yeah. Late for practice, and, and yet he'd come alive on the court. Yeah. He, he, was, he had one of the highest rebounding percentages, and he wasn't a center, he was a forward. 13.1 rebounds a game, and he only played about 40, 40 minutes a game. So, I mean, his... The NBA.com to this day says that he was perhaps the best uh, rebounding forward in NBA history. But his antics and his looks defied, like, what is going on here? Well, when you did a little research, you learned that there are articles published on Dennis Rodman, and he was one of 29 children that his father had fathered with, they say, 16 women. The only thing that was wrong with Dennis was he was looking for his identity. He didn't know he was accepted for who he was. He was only longing for the Father's blessing. That's all that was wrong with Dennis. It's the only thing wrong with a lot of people. They don't realize that they are created in the image of God and Father God because of His Son Jesus is ready to accept us fully for who we are. Hallelujah. And then love. We're living in a day when people are looking for love in all the wrong places. When young lives are being destroyed with sexual brokenness and confusion over identity, sexual identities. Well, you go back to my generation, actually a little before my generation, there was this gal, Marilyn Monroe. You've all seen her pictures. Perhaps you've heard stories. Uh, she was the image of, of love and romance in her day. And, and yet there was an inner lacking of fulfillment. And the fact is, when you did a little research on her life, she was... Uh, raised an orphan. She was shuffled from foster home to foster home. And uh, one New York Times reporter, um, and she was brilliant, by the way. She was anything but the proverbial dumb blonde. She was extremely intelligent. And anyone that knew her will, will tell you that. But this New York Times reporter said, have you ever felt loved? And on the surface, it sounded like a dumb question. Well, of course she's felt loved. 
But she said, and here was her, basically her answer, yes, when I was 14, my foster mom was at her dressing table putting her makeup on, and I came up behind her, and she smiled at me in the mirror and, and patted my cheek with her powder puff. And at that moment, I felt love. That's utterly tragic. It's utterly tragic. At the only moment, here, this, this picture of love, ever experienced love, was with a, what? What is that, a, a half-second touch of a rouge puff to her cheek? That's the, the only thing wrong with Marilyn Monroe is she never discovered the source of the Father's blessing or that we know of. The Father's blessing that loved her unconditionally in Jesus. And then the final blessing is, is the blessing of, of significance. With you I am well pleased. Now you'll notice there's a sequence here. Acceptance, affection, and affirmation. Acceptance comes first. Affection comes second. And then affirmation. And really this is, any, anyone with childhood training uh, knows that this is the sequence of childhood development. Children one to five need to know they're accepted for who they are. Don't try to make them something else. And five to ten, they want to know that they're loved. They want to fill their tanks with love. And then from 10 to 20, they need to know they can do something. They need to make some marks. They need to accomplish something. And, and, it's, their, and, it's, and it's the affirmation that brings dignity to their soul. It's the development of every child, and it's inside every one of us. But notice the first two blessings of the Father come irregardless of activity. There's no performance involved. The performance doesn't come to the third blessing. You can stay in bed and God will accept you for who you are. You don't need to get out of bed to be loved. You don't need to accomplish anything in your life to be accepted and to be loved. It's totally unconditional. But then, because God wants us to grow up, He wants us to, because we're created in His image, He wants us to be successful, fruitful, productive. And so there comes the third blessing of, of affirmation. Now, this is so important to not only accomplish, but to be appreciated for accomplishment. To hear the attaboy. For this, I think of Bo Jackson. But Bo Jackson was the first multiple sport world-class athlete. He played professional baseball and professional football. And so here this, this picture is kind of both in one. It's kind of a, well, what's going on here kind of a picture. Well, Nike picked up on it, and they ran, uh, made millions of dollars off. Bo knows football. Bo knows baseball. Bo knows lacrosse. Bo knows polo. Bo, know, Bo knows curling. I mean, you name it, the, the, he knew it all. And then, then he dropped off the scene. He was making like $10 million per endorsement. And then he, he, he dropped off the scene. It's like, what's going on here? And so Sports Illustrated ran an article, What Became of Bo? And in the interview, this is a direct quote. 
My father has never seen me play professional baseball or football. I tried to have a relationship with him, gave him my number and said, Dad, call me, I'll fly you in. Can you imagine I'm Bo Jackson, one of the so-called premier athletes in the country, and I'm sitting in the locker room watching every one of my teammates whose dad would come in, talk, have a beer with them after the game, and I never experienced that. Can you imagine? So, during the interview, the Sports Illustrated writer and Bo Jackson are in his basement, and the phone rings. And Bo says, and he has this conversation. And during the interview, it was his dad called him. And then he said, so Bo, why did you drop out of your, you know, you were riding the wave. Why? And he said, here's why. One of my kids uh, said, Mom, how come Dad's never home? Does he have a family elsewhere that he likes better than us? And So Bob puts his head down, and the Sports Illustrated writer says, okay, I get it. And here's the bottom line. Bo Jackson gave up a multi-million dollar a month endorsement circuit so he could stay home and watch his kid get off the bus. Because there's more to life than Money, fame, statistics, accomplishments. If the person that means most to you doesn't even notice you, all the accomplishments will not fill your tank. But Jesus will. The Father's blessing will. So you might be like Rodman, hardly ever having a conversation with your dad. You might be like Marilyn Monroe. You might appear bubbly and lovely on the outside, but never receive affection. Or maybe like Bo Jackson, that it wasn't until later in his life after he'd made all the the fame and fortune and set all kinds of statistical records of accomplishment in the world of professional sports, but because it, he didn't connect with his dad, it left a void inside him. You might, on one level of your life this morning, be longing for the Father's blessing. You may be longing for the Father's blessing. You know, um... Friday night in this room, we had a great time. We, we, we had a men's rally here, about 120 guys. Um, we all celebrated. We interviewed our own NFL star, Zach Barnes. Our chef, Sean Stevenson, threw down some steaks. Uh, we had a, a curling competition, and that young strapping man won. This guy here in the foreground, uh, Tyson, uh, won the uh, pie-eating contest. 
and then we culminated with the Hall of Honor. So imagine 120 guys standing along the center aisle and about a dozen dads in the front and sons in the back, some biological father, sons, some spiritual father, role model fathers and sons. And the dad in the front called out to the son in the back and, and made this statement. Just leave that one on the screen, that picture. You made, made this statement. So uh, Steve Phillips did it. So he says, uh, Caleb Phillips, uh, you're my son. I love you. I'm so proud of you. And tonight I call you into your manhood. So he starts walking out. Everybody's screaming, uh, cheering, clapping, and, um, and prophesying, and uh, praying over him, blessing the boy. And then he comes down and hugs, hugs his dad at the front. Now this one is Richard Hersey, one of our uh, uh, senior leaders in the church. A number of years ago, he led the young guy, uh, Bradley Exposé, to Christ. Well, Bradley's since gotten married. They're all part of our church. And uh, Bradley, this past uh, spring, had a, had a son. And uh, he's the first guy in the history of us having these men's rallies who brought a stroller to our men's event. He comes in, I'm thinking, what is going on? And then all of a sudden, I got it. He wanted his boy to be with him at the men's rally. How cool is that? So with an infant in arms, uh, Bradley's standing at the back of the room, Richard's standing at the front, and Richard calls Bradley forward into his manhood. I mean, come on, you got to clap for that. I really didn't get any better than that. Doesn't get any better than that. So, but, but here's the deal. This morning, women... And men, God wants to give you that moment. I promise you. God, God wants to call you, call you to himself. He wants to impart to you. Not like a, a, a gas hose pouring uh, gasoline on the cement slab. He wants to get it in you. He wants to put his blessing into you. Receive his blessing today. He wants, to he wants you to receive his blessing. The blessing of acceptance, to accept yourself for who you are. Quit striving. Quit feeling like you just don't measure up. You're not good enough. Get over yourself. Accept Christ. Christ accepts you. Receive Christ, and you will receive the blessing of the Father, unconditional acceptance. And receive Christ, and receive the unconditional love of God the Father because of Christ. And thirdly, receive Christ and receive the dignity of Christ, the worthiness of Christ, the significance of Christ. Now, Christ wants to fill your tank. He wants to fill you with his blessing, the full threefold blessing of the full threefold God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to stand with me, please. Stand with me right now. The Bible says that it's actually Paul wrote these words. Romans 15, 29, I know that when I come to you, I will come in the full measure of the blessing of Christ. Now, Paul said that. The full measure of the blessing of Christ. Well, what is that? It's the, it's the full measure of the blessing that the Father gave him. You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Paul knew that because he was in Christ, 
he received the same blessing as Christ did. And he was confident that he had received it. And I want you to be confident that you've received it. So right where you're standing, all around the room, just hold your hands out. Just hold your hands out. You don't need to raise them high. Just open them up. Because the Lord knows your heart. But he wants you just a small demonstration. Open your hands. Father God, right now I receive your full, threefold blessing. I receive the acceptance of God in Jesus. The fact that in Jesus I am accepted for who I am. I receive the love, the same love that you have for Jesus. I receive the blessing of your love, your unconditional love for me. And this morning I receive the, the blessing of significance, of, of affirmation that you made me unique and I have a unique purpose to fulfill in my life here on earth. And because I'm in Christ, I receive the blessing of affirmation and significance. Now, Father, Father, pour into my spirit by your Holy Spirit this threefold blessing. Lord, revolutionize my life by your acceptance, your affection, your affirmation. And I hear the Lord saying over you, to the men in the room, you're my son. I love you. I'm so proud of you. I hear the Lord saying over every woman, you're my daughter. You're my daughter. I love you. I am well pleased with you. Because you are in Christ, I love you as Christ. I accept you. And I anoint you to be a blessing to others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, release, release, activate, impart this blessing throughout this house now in Jesus' name. I want to ask some of our leaders to come and uh, I'd like a couple of prayer stations across the front. If you would come quickly, get in place. I'd like one uh, here. Let's have one up here, one on the sides. Come quickly, please. We're going to have some with uh, men and women. Okay, so if you guys don't mind, let's, uh, Rachel and uh, Desmond, if you get back center, let's spread out here a little bit. Hartley, okay, let's get you ladies over here in the middle, if you don't mind. We've got a men's, we've got men and women, men's over here, women's, men and women. Uh, Desmond and Rachel will be right in the middle of the back. But here's the deal. It's, it's great to hold our hands out to pray a prayer. But it's something powerful to, to have someone pray with you for this. There's something about humbling ourselves and, and coming alongside. You know, Jesus could have been, could have been baptized all by himself, but he, but he came, he came to a, he came publicly. And he wants you to come publicly. We're going to sing a song, and as we do, step out, step out. And I also want to mention, uh, we are going to have a baptism, and if there are any this morning that are here that you've never publicly been baptized as a believer in Jesus Christ, you might have been baptized when you were an infant, your parents decided that, 
But today as an adult, you want to say, I'm with Jesus. We want to give you opportunity for that. So as we sing, you feel free to come now and uh, receive a blessing from these prayer stations. Come.